Good morning. Should I pour some coffee? Last time I poured coffee, I got shamed for my coffee not being strong enough, not, not being black enough. There you guys go. Um, how are we doing this morning? I need to get a tweet out. I have uh, My Sunday morning is crazy. I'm, I'm now doing a, a start-sit Q&A on the Fantasy Life app. And I just, I'm coming off of 30 straight minutes of start sit questions. Corey Davis or Elijah Mitchell, Dallas Goddard or Ronald Jones. My brain hurts. I need to talk DFS. I need to talk game theory. That's what we're going to do here. Let me get a, let me get a damn tweet out. Imagine starting a stream without getting a tweet out, letting people know you're live folks. I'm going live now to talk about the slate. That's what I'm going to write. I'm going live now. Um, I am feeling very good about this slate, though. I feel like the picture is much clearer than it was for me last week. Live now, talking about the week two slate. From a GPP perspective... All right, I just I just tweeted that. Uh, how are we doing? What's up, Giants? Let's roll. What's up? Wow, Mike Zakarian, a YouTube member? Mike Zakarian from Team Hold? That is exciting. GM, GM, GM. I, I don't know. The slate feels like it could get flipped on its head. It's been so quiet. No news. Nothing. And yet we wait. In an hour, in an hour, I hope I can fire off the tweet. The slate has been flipped on its head. That's basically what I, I, I you know what? I, I, I'm a professional in those Q and A's. I give them answers. It was a misclick. Sorry, no refunds, no take backs. Um, all right, let's talk about this slate. Uh, I think there are a few main, you know, big dynamics that we want to take advantage of. Uh, today, which is partly how great the late slate is. I believe we have, what is it, five games? One, two, three, four, four games with totals over 50. We got Bucks, Falcons, 51 and a half, Vikings, Cardinals, 50 and a half, Titans, Seahawks, 54, Cowboys, Chargers, 55. So massive, massive uh, shootout potential in the 4 p.m. slate. And I think we want to. We want to give ourselves outs to take advantage of that. And it's also a super unique slate in that the ownership is just fully condensing around Cowboys chargers. So if you can leave yourself optionality, should I say, uh, in the 1 PM slates so that you can then pivot accordingly. And so the way I've been thinking about it, and I talked about this with buying four on the Friday GPP strategy show is if you if your plays in the early slate crush and hopefully they're contrarian plays i'm leaning toward being very contrarian in the 1 p.m. slate and then you have the option to eat some chargers and cowboys chalk because i think if you if you play chalk early like if you play the Najee Harris chalk and it, even if it goes off you're still now heading into the late slate with all the other Najee teams who are probably jamming the similar chalk, like you're not getting the information advantage. So I would push ourselves out of our comfort zone today 
and to be a little contrarian early, and then you can decide how you want to play it. But for me, I, I'm not eating hardly any chalk today. I, I don't, I'm not playing Najee. I'm not playing Carson. I don't think I'm going to build at least to start any Cowboys or Chargers sacks. It is what it is. Are they great plays? Yes. There are, I mean, Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb are some of the best plays we'll ever see from a points per dollar and ceiling perspective. But I think it's too, I think it's unnecessary with how many other great spots there are on this slate that just aren't going to catch a lot of ownership. I will not dupe you, bro. GM, GM. I do like the Diggs Allen um, suggestion, although although those that ownership has come up a little bit. Uh, Leone and, and ETR have Josh Allen at 11.5%. Uh, Diggs now over 11. I like it, but that ownership has creeped up. I think that Bill's skinny stack has become the kind of popular contrarian play. I think if you do it, toss in Emmanuel Sanders, and maybe try to get really creative with your bring back. I'm kind of liking Devonte Parker as the bring back right now, right now from a kind of ownership perspective, play Javante and chase Edmonds in the morning and pivot where you want them in the PM chase Edmonds is in the PM Ricky. You can't trust these West coast guys, man. They just roll out of bed and they don't even know what time it is. Mm. Too many good plays to get chalky says it's Mookie. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. So one thing I've been doing, uh, and we should pull this up here. Let me pull up the simulation here for Run the Sims. This was updated this morning with latest news. Helps us get a feel for what plays might be going overlooked. And I actually was comparing some of these results to um, – Ownership, current ownership to see where we might be able to get the biggest leverage spot. So let me sort here. Classic, DraftKings, Main Slate. If you guys want to play with the uh, the Run the Sims tools, get in here. I mean, the, the optimizer and the simulator for both Main Slate and Showdown has been an absolute godsend. It really is, I think, taking uh, our DFS play to the next level. So get in there. Also get access to the Discord, uh, the Run the Sims channel and the Deposit Kingdom Discord has been uh, awesome for conversation. I've been sharing screenshots of some of my ideas here for lineups, but let's go ahead and run the Sims here and just kind of start to get our bearings and see what stands out here relative to ownership. So a few things here that I think are immediately jump out, you know, the field and, and just to, to back up here, this is a sim of this entire slate and showing over the course of you know 10,000 simulations, how often are these guys showing up in winning lineups? So sometimes we can see that the simulations are in line with what the field has identified as good chalk, or, or as chalk, I should say. We I won't qualify whether it's good or bad chalk, but we see Chris Carson, Nazi Harris, these guys popping in all optimals are going to be de facto cash game running backs. That makes sense. But then you'll also see up here Alvin Kamara and Darrell Henderson. And then you go and you compare that to ownership. I'm seeing Henderson at around 11%. I'm seeing Kamara at around 14%. So it's not like those guys are going to completely fly under the radar, but relative to how often they are appearing in these optimals, they look like very nice plays. Uh, AJ Brown, I think, also looks at, like a nice play. I feel like the Titans bring back is a tricky one. I'm having a hard time getting a feel for if 
AJ Brown or Derrick Henry is going to be the popular bring back. But as of right now, I'm seeing Henry uh, at around 3% ownership, AJ Brown at around 8%. I mean, if that holds, I do think you probably want to play Derrick Henry uh, if you're playing, you know, some kind of correlation with that Seattle game. But again, this goes back to how important it is to have flexibility for that late slate. Because dare I say, in a vacuum, I prefer A.J. Brown. Of course I prefer A.J. Brown. but And maybe I can play A.J. Brown in those scenarios if my team is doing really well from 1 p.m. Say I'm more buried and I think A.J.B. is going to get more ownership. Well, then maybe I need to go to Derrick Henry in that spot. So I think as you build your lineups today, making sure that you have um, thought through the kind of 4v4s, 3v3s, however you've constructed your lineup so you can make those late swap decisions in the best possible way because there's so, so much room that you can um, that you can fix and, and tweak things based on how it goes early. Uh, and another thing we talked about with buying for too, like definitely leave your defense for late if possible because it just gives you another spot to play with more salary, more flexibility. Um, let's see. We have Al Zeidenfeld in the chat. Check out Al Zeidenfeld's Tinker Cast. Al, when do you go live for that? Is that about noon? Noon to lock? You guys can head over there. Al will make sure you guys don't tinker. Here we're tinkering. We're tinkering, but then once you get to Al's show at noon, no tinkering. Henry Coverboy on the thumbnail. You know what? I Here I am talking through Henry versus AJ Brown, and little did I know, I put Derrick Henry on the thumbnail. I mean, can you imagine? Will you have them as secondary stacks or not at all? So basically, if if I hit on a few of my early game stacks, so like say I play, uh, I don't know, Darrell Henderson, and uh, I'm trying to, I don't even know if I like a mini correlation in that game. Say I play Alvin Kamara and DJ Moore, and those guys each go off for 30 points. At that point, I'm going to start thinking, all right, maybe I'll eat a little chalk from this game. Maybe I do a little Austin Eckler and C.D. Lamb. You know, I, I start to feel a little bit more comfortable because I've already established uh, a high point score in my lineup at low ownership. So I feel like I'm already ahead of most of the teams that are going to have those players. So that's how I'm going to be thinking about it. But right now, I have basically scratched off that game from my list. And some people might not have the stomach for that. That's fine. I don't blame you, but I'm I'm staying away from that game unless my early stuff just goes nuclear. Any takers on Inception Pete as he has content within content within content? Um, yeah, I mean, this is my entire life is just folding in on itself. Speaking of that, I mentioned in a vacuum, I do now have a podcast feed. So I know people have, don't necessarily have time to watch all the YouTube. If you search in a vacuum, on iTunes. That's the name of the podcast. I also have the link down below. You can get it on Pocket Cast, Spotify, whatever. So I haven't been posting the showdown crams because those are so ephemeral and pretty much useless the second lock starts. But if you want to listen to the lineup review, I'll throw this audio up right after here. You can check that out on the podcast feed. Um, let's see here. How are we feeling about the Cincinnati-Chicago game? Potential for a shootout. I don't know if I see it as potential for a shootout. I mean, we saw the Bengals, they were so conservative with their game plan. They weren't really 
airing it out. You know, they gave Mixon 25 carries. That said, to me, this is a game that you can look at from a mini correlation perspective. Like, I, I don't really feel like dialing up, you know, Joe Burrow doubles if they're just going to give Mixon the ball 20 times. But, man, you want to play like a, a David Montgomery T. Higgins or flip it and do like a Joe Mixon Allen Robinson? I think you could really be cooking with something like that. I think all four of those guys I just mentioned uh, are probably going to be pretty underowned on this slate. So yeah, that's a game I want to pick my spot smartly, but I don't think I'm playing that game as a shootout. Mike, I'm I'm with you. I I like the Philly stuff with uh, with Eric on Friday. We were looking at that game. You know, Eric was talking about how Hertz really lends himself to more of a skinny stack, which I agree with. I don't think you have to double stack Hertz. And the reason I love that game is because I do feel like you can stack Hertz with one of Rager, Devonta Smith, or Goddard. And I think Devonta Smith is going to be the most popular, but I've been looking at a few different things. The in the uh, the run the sim simulator, Rager is popping a little bit more as a leverage play. I was reading the uh, Advanced Sports Analytics newsletter; their sims were having uh, Rager over Devonta Smith. So that like that made me perk up and pay attention there. And then on the bring back, I feel like you have two really solid GPP bringbacks in Eli Mitchell or uh, George Kittle. You know, George Kittle, another guy popping in here relative to how frequent he's showing up in the Sims, 13.2% of the time, only going to be owned around 9%, getting a decent amount of leverage there. And I mean, the other tight end at the top of this list as far as leverage is Darren Waller too. Darren Waller, you know, showing up in 11.2% of the Sims, only going to be owned around 3%, I think, because of that price tag. Uh, so both of these higher price tight ends, I think, are very nice angles to play today. Goodness, guys, I cannot keep up with the chat. Barry, I'm not explaining how Jock Market works. They're not a sponsor for the show. I don't even know why I pulled this up, but it is good to see you, Barry. I hope you're doing well, and I hope you are looking forward to your next trip to Thailand. Um, I did not give you permission to play DVP. Actually, I am. At first, I read that as DPJ, and I was like, let's not do Donovan Peoples Jones again. Uh, but yes, I, I am on board. I think I'm going to have a Diggs-Parker mini correlation. Um, Yes, I agree. That's another benefit of we don't really want to be, you know, game stacking the 1 p.m. because it limits our flexibility late. So that going with a hurt skinny with a Mitchell as opposed to a double frees you up with one extra roster spot to play later. So yeah, I'm, I'm all on board the hurt skinnies here. Um, Damian Harris, best early running back play. Is he, is he, I mean, how popular is he going to be? How popular is Damian Harris going to be? I'm seeing 12% ownership. I mean, at 5,400, I get it. 12% is like right in that limbo thing for me i think he, he's more of a play i want to be doing at like i don't know sub 10 percent. i still prefer darrell henderson to him i think darrell henderson has a better um kind of ceiling proposition but relative to his ownership i don't know though I, I i get it i get it with damian harris he's a guy i get scared of when when people start playing him um rob you think my you think my thumbnails are moving ownership i mean come on get out of here can we get a coffee slurp? You guys are disgusting. 
but I'm a man of the people. So I did that for you. So CMC, uh, CMC is an interesting one. He's not showing up, uh, in a lot of these, uh, actually, no, here he is. He, he is at 12.9%, which is about even with his ownership. I think it's just a, a, a slate pricing dynamics, this thing, uh, this week with McCaffrey, right there. We don't have all the cheap punt plays that open him up. And so it's just harder to get to him in the mid tier this week is just filled with guys with massive upside. And so if you are going studs and duds to fit McCaffrey, I mean, who is your, who is your dud that is going to help you access that ceiling? I mean, I guess we're talking about guys like Cedric Wilson. I don't mind going back to some of the rookies who burned us last week, the, the, the Moors, uh, Terrace Marshall, but yeah, it's, it's a little tougher, I think, to fit McCaffrey in a smart way on this slate, but he's obviously a good play. He, you need, you need him to get 30 points, um, to keep you live at that price tag. Can he get 30 points? Yeah, very easily, but it's a little hard from our, uh, construction. I'm with you, Matt. We're full fading, uh, Najee today. I did make a cash shell lineup just to kind of orient myself on the cash build. That's my one share of uh, Najee and in, in my one cash game double up. Um, let's see this. Rob Report saying uh, Mitchell to carry the load. Uh, yeah, we have to be very careful what we trust when Rob Report gives those reports. That said, I mean, why wouldn't we assume Mitchell would carry the load? I, I mean, I, that's the assumption I'm working under. And it's interesting to me that ownership hasn't caught up with that. Yes. I like chargers D a lot too. I was looking at my defenses and my favorite defensive plays, uh, chargers were really standing out. Um, I think the Cardinals defense looks good. I think if you can, if you pay up for it, I think the Patriots defense looks good. If you're, if you're going up there, um, otherwise down in this cheap range, I think dolphins Colts, look decent saints at 3,100, but I, I agree with you. Chargers D is what stood out to me the most. And I think one of the main things I've been thinking about on this slate too, is looking at the highest owned guys and how to get the max leverage out of it. So when we talk about that game, you know, lamb Cooper Keenan being three of the most popular guys on the slate. And then at quarterback, you know, Herbert and Dak, what's the best way to leverage that I would prefer to just play the chargers D and play it as a game that duds than trying to get like really cute with, you know, Dalton Schultz or Jared cook. I think that ends up getting a little trickier. Um, it's, it's just a tighter needle to thread, but I think that defense is a nice contrarian spot, uh, to leverage that. And then I also love, that's partly why I like Henderson so much because Cooper cup and Tyler Higby are going to be such popular plays that you can go with Henderson and if they score their points in a different way, then you're really, really cooking. Um, you know, the Najee stuff, I think I like Waller a lot, you know, when I look at this here. And I think you do a little mini correlation with Waller in one of the Steelers wide receivers that you like. And then you kind of leverage the Najee ownership. So those are definitely some of the leverage points I'm thinking about as I uh, as I build my lineups here. Um, I I like JT. We, I played him last week. I thought he was one of the better plays. Now his price is all the way down um, to 7,200. looks like he's going to be, you know, sub 5% owned, decent amount of, 
uh, leverage based on how often he's showing up in the Sims relative to ownership. So I think JT is a good play. Um, I might, I think if I do JT or Henderson, I'm probably playing those guys as one-offs. The mini correlations don't work out that well. You know, we have Pittman and Paris Campbell who looks like they're going to go today, but they've been banged up all week. No one's really standing out to me. So I'm probably playing Henderson and JT as one-offs if I go that route. It, the slate will be getting flipped on its head in about 40 minutes at about 1130 Eastern. Thank you. Thank you, Drico. Glad people are enjoying uh, the podcast feed. Sometimes people don't want to look at my face. They just want to hear the coffee slurps. And that's why audio is great. Uh, I like this plan, Alan, rolling uh, pit wide receivers and fading Najee. I think that's the way to go. I've been debating between Claypool and Juju. I think both look pretty solid to me right now. Let's do it, guys. We're all fading. Is this is this where we all, is this where the entire industry decides that we're fading this game and that it comes under owned? Uh, let's, let's just be careful with that. Let's just be careful. But yes, as of right now, uh, I'm not playing them. Um, dun, 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 dun. Rap sheet saying that fields could see increased snaps. Okay. I mean, just just grow some balls, Nagy, and just convert over to fields. I mean, what are we doing here, man? Life is too short to waste any more starts on Andy Dalton. Um, all right. Who has the stones to play Rojo? I'm I'm playing Rojo in a lineup today. I'm in uh I signed up for two of the uh DraftKings contests with the board eight at the top, and I said, you know what? Ronald Jones. You can't even, Ronald Jones is such a thin play that you can't even say Ronald Jones in a GPP. You have to say Ronald Jones in an extremely top heavy GPP where uh, an NFT is the top prize. That's the qualifier when touting Ronald Jones this week. <laughs> you can't play Ronald Jones unless there's a bored ape on the line and second place gets like $30. Um, 3K Cedric is interesting. I do think Cedric is the kind of guy that helps unlock uh a Christian McCaffrey type play. If you want to go that way, I don't know how sneaky it's going to be. Let me see what his, uh, his ownership is right here. Uh, Cedric Wilson coming in. All right. Around, uh, 3% ownership I'm seeing right now. That isn't too bad. I don't mind that at all as a savings. Uh, I think I I'd still prefer some of those rookies like Rondell and Terrace Marshall, but I don't mind it. I don't mind it. <sighs> yeah, I I don't really either. Um, also, like Justin Fields playing a few other snaps, that doesn't really change anything from a projection standpoint. And same with the e Eli Mitchell note. Like I, I'm working under the assumption that Eli Mitchell is going to be the lead back. I, I, I think it would be, I feel like you have to do a decent amount of mental gymnastics to say he wouldn't be, other than just like, oh, Shanahan's crazy. He'll do whatever, but. Um, I mean, Sermon's obviously going to be involved, but it, it feels like at best he's going to be the one B to Mitchell's one A. Marquez Callaway after the bad week, I don't hate it. Um, again, I think because, um, I think that's actually the nice way to play the Kamara and McCaffrey stuff. Like if you do McCaffrey, play Callaway on the other side of it. If you play Kamara, play Terrace Marshall or DJ Moore. I kind of like the mini correlations in that game. Um, so yeah, I I mean, what has changed for Marquez Callaway? You know, he still has all the same preseason hype. He just had one bad game. So I, I definitely think that's a situation you could take advantage of. 
Osimo said that Noah Brown will steal Wilson snaps was out last week with COVID. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. I didn't know that about Noah Brown being out last week and the, the Cowboys weren't that condensed last year either. Noah Brown was playing a decent amount of snaps. Like they were, they were playing four or five wide receiver rotations. So I, I think that is probably the fly in the ointment for Cedric Wilson. I think that's a good uh, reminder. Um, is Troutman going to be chalky? Let me see. I'm seeing him at 8% right now. I don't love that. I mean, with both defense and tight end, I really don't want to be chalky. I mean, some of the guys that look good to me are, like I mentioned, are the expensive guys. I think George Kittle and Waller look really good at their ownership, but that costs a lot of money. Uh, if you're going down uh, in the mid-tier, I think Gronk and Pitts in that game uh, look good relative to their ownership. It's kind of surprising to me that the field isn't chasing Gronk more after that big game, but I'm seeing him at 4%, and he actually had decent leverage he was showing up here in the sims a decent amount of the time as well relative to his ownership down here um i also like mike evans from that game too so yeah i'm not sure why why gronk doesn't have higher ownership other tight ends i'm liking right now um pat's trying to talk me into james o'shaughnessy i don't i don't hate it and I don't love it, but James O'Shaughnessy at 2,700, I guess is vaguely interesting. It's, it's a gross week at tight end. I'm probably going to be paying down just correlating with my quarterbacks. You know, if I have the Russ Wilson, probably go back to the Gerald Everett trying to get the mini correlations there. But I, I do think for the most part, I'm going to try to get up to Waller and Kittle today. We'll see if I'm able to do that, but man, they, they do look like some of the better leveraged points. Yep. Pat, Pat has gotten to you. Pat, Pat's on O'Shaughnessy. I, I like this spot for, for the Jags passing game here. I think this is kind of a sneaky game. I like the Lawrence doubles. You know, you, you pick your, your Chark, your Chenault, you toss in O'Shaughnessy and then you bring it back with Sutton or Hamler. I think looks pretty nice there. Thoughts on Chubb versus Hunt. Is Chubb chalky enough to pivot or is it stupid to avoid him in such a great spot? Yeah. I mean, I'm seeing, you know, Chubb's ownership around 10%. Um, I don't think that's egregious. I mean, it, it's such a good spot for them. Kareem Hunt, though, I mean, he also got goal line looks last week. He's what, almost or exactly $2,000 cheaper. He's going to be, you know, a half of the ownership, if not more. So, I mean, on DraftKings, too, with, that, with the full point PPR, which I just broke that news to you, DraftKings is full point PPR. Uh, I, I think I'm probably playing Hunt if I'm playing a Browns running back, but I'll say like Chubb's ownership isn't getting out of hand because Najee, Chris Carson, and Zeke are commanding so much. Chubb might fly under the radar a little bit, so I, I don't hate either of those guys. Oh man, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think I'm going back to them hard, but I think if I'm playing Ronald Jones, I'm gonna probably be playing Pitts or Ridley on the other side. I'm not touching Mike Davis in this spot. I'm not touching Matt Ryan, but I think the roles were solid enough for Ridley and Pitts that if the thesis is the Falcons learned their lesson week one and they're not going to stubbornly run Mike Davis up the gut on third and eight, then Pitts and Ridley will be the benefactors. Benefactors? Benefactors. I like Komet. 
yeah, I think he's another guy when I was talking about those little mini correlations for that game. If you want to do a Higgins commit or a Mixon commit instead of a, a Montgomery or a Rob, I think that makes sense. My screen is blurry. I am sorry, pimp, pimp KLT. I am sorry. I have about a hundred tabs open right now. And uh, sometimes my computer can't handle it. My deep, deep apologies. I don't have much Drake love with Jacobs out. Uh, I think this is one of those things similar to uh, Moster last week. And I guess this is a kind of a weird comparison, but just saying where it doesn't actually change their role that much. I think the field probably overreacts more to just assuming he's going to be a one-for-one -one replacement. But I think Peyton Barber is going to see a decent amount of Josh Jacobs early down work. And then you have Drake just adding on a little bit more in the passing game than he, than he already had. And it's just a bad spot versus the Raiders or the Steelers here on a short week for them. So I, I don't love Drake. I'm playing him in a few season long spots, you know, where I'm in a pinch, but for DFS, I just, I'd rather go down and, you know, clackety clack, roll the dice with Ronald Jones. I'd rather play, you know, Chase Edmonds down in that range. Uh, I'd rather play Eli Mitchell. So I don't know. No love for Drake for me. Can we play the best plays? No, I'm I'm actually aggressively touting not to play the best plays. I'm not playing Carson. I'm not playing Najee. I'm not playing Cowboys. I'm not playing Chargers. I don't play the best plays. Um, I don't know about Chubb and Cash. That seems very reckless to me. I don't know. Like if, if you're going to play Chubb at 7,800, I mean – might as well just get up to Kamara, get up to some kind of passing floor. Chubbing cash does not, not my jam. Noah Fant with Jerry Judy out. Uh, yeah, I mean, Noah Fant's going to be popular. I'm seeing him at 20% ownership, which I, I never want to play tight ends that we can't project for, you know, eight plus targets at that kind of ownership. And that's why I think Sutton and Hamler as your bringbacks is the way to play those Broncos. He's a, he's a good play. I mean, he's, he's a good play, but the field knows that too. And I think there's just too much randomness with the tight end scoring to eat that chalk at 20%. I have Jack yelling at me. Jack, this is a main slate show, and the, the team you stumped for plays on Sunday Night Football. So save it. Save it for your showdown shows. Um, I think so. Yeah, because I was looking, too, looking at these Sims sim results here, and both of the uh, Minnesota wide receivers – have been showing up here a decent bit. You see Justin Jefferson. I believe Adam Thielen was up here too. So I think that's a game, uh, you know, in the 4 p.m. slate where I could see myself doing, you know, Justin Jefferson, Rondell Moore. I don't think anyone's even going back to Nuke Hopkins. If you want to do Justin Jefferson, Nuke. I mean, those are the kind of things that I think you need to do if you're sitting on Cowboys, Chargers stacks, and your early guys don't go off. I think going to the low-owned mini correlation in that Minnesota-Arizona game makes a ton of sense. Uh, and I do think Rondell is probably one of the better salary savers. My thesis on this Cardinals team is that, you know, they, they're going to be able to support two to three blow-up games a week performances from their skill position players. Last week it was Kirk and DeAndre Hopkins but I don't see any reason why it couldn't be Chase Edmonds and Rondell Moore this week. I, I think there's plenty of meat on this bone. Um, Kyler's just so expensive that I have a hard time fitting him, but playing a, a wide receiver with Jefferson is something I think I'm definitely going to be doing today. 
Um, yeah, I, I don't hate the Kyle Pitts call. Uh, tight end is super gross. He's not going to be pop popular. A little bit of flop lag there. I don't mind the Kyle Pitts call. I hadn't considered this one, Nick, uh, but I don't hate the idea, especially because it's just really nice leverage off of the cup in Higby ownership. Uh, I think that's a really nice, nice call there. I might have to give that a look at, at 3,300. Um, give me an air yard thesis for someone. You want an air yard thesis? I mean, well, we just we just did one to Sean Jackson catching catching a bomb here. I don't know if I have uh, any air yard kings. The air yards by low model isn't out yet. Hermsmeyer apparently needs three weeks to run this model. I mean, come on, Hermsmeyer. Just, just spit out something. Just give the people some air yard data. Oof. Oof. I can't. I can't do this, Andrew. I absolutely can't do this. Um, do you know what I did want to do? I wanted to do a quick... Yeah, let's do a quick battle royale draft on underdog. Who wants to hop in one of these? The 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 mini royale finished uh, or the baby one. Um so I want to do another one of these. These are super fun because I approach them just like a a GPP where I basically have the same formula for how I do these, which is try to get stacks in correlation and then try to get unique with my last pick, uh, like off the board ADP. And my best, I had a lineup that finished, I think top 50 last week. Um, and it just had the, the Hill Tyreek and Mahomes correlation with Chubb on the bring back. And then I think some secondary correlated plays, I think it was Lockett and, whoever else they were playing. Uh, so yeah, I think these are exploitable from a GPP perspective. Um, and they're, they're very fun. And I think pretty EV right now, based on how the field is playing because the field gets so anchored to the ADPs in here. And that if you can just push yourself a little off the board, like DJ Moore doesn't get drafted in most of these contests. So when I'm taking Kamara, I'm normally taking DJ Moore as my last pick. So we'll blast off on one of these here. Jason, no one, we're not, we'll never talk about Andy Dalton revenge week. Um, I, I can't envision that being chalk. I mean, I do. I mean, no, I don't think so. I think I would, I would assume like a digs waddle would be the chalk. Um, I do think if you want, there's lots of ways to attack that. I think if you're looking for like the most low owned, like a Sanders Parker, Sanders Parker is probably how you get super unique there. I can't Chris, I can't, is this going to start? Why is this taking so long? All right. Two seconds here. Um, it could be Javante Williams day. It very much could be. Yeah, I like Pat's D. I mentioned them earlier as looking if you can get up to them. How much do they cost? Patriots D, $3,700. they are expensive. On slates like this where the pricing is really tight, it's hard to get up to those defenses. But yeah, Patriots defense is, is great. Yep. I love this idea, Wallace. I'm going to have teams that look like that. I love the Claypool Waller. I think you can do the Juju Waller. I will. I will pin them on my door. My hundred theses. Um, all right. What are we doing here? 
X out the, are you guys going to let Kamara fall to me at five? Wow. Why are you guys letting Kamara fall to me at five? Yeah, I have Visca Love. I have Visca Love. I, I think Chark is probably the better play, but when I was looking at, so I'm seeing Visca's ownership at only 3%, and he's showing up in the Sims. I'm back on the clock here. Let me grab Diggs. Uh, he's showing up in Sims uh, 9% of the time, so almost 6 Percentage points difference, his ownership relative to how much he's showing up in the Sims. So, I mean, Visca's looking like a nice play, and Shark is right there top 10 as well. So, man, I, I think you can do – I hate burning a double stack early, but, man, if you want to get some fun gal brain, Trevor Lawrence double, Visca and Shark, bring it back with Sutton or Hamler. Oh, there's the other one. Someone was asking me about the Air Yards thesis. KJ Hamler. KJ Hamler would probably be 15% owned this week if he caught that touchdown that just bounced off his chest last week or whatever. There's your play. That's the nuts. Lawrence double with the Hamler bring back. I've gotten 102 in all three. Yeah, I've been I've been having a hard time getting Christian McCaffrey this week as well. Um, what are we going to do here? What's left on the tight end board? Yeah, let's get Kittle. Generally, just wait uh, to get the last uh, QB here. Although sometimes with I might do the Josh Allen here. Yeah, we might. We'll stack up digs with Josh Allen. <clears throat> well, based on this team I just drafted, I hope you're right, Giants Gaming. This is the way, Mookie. We all turn into mega contrarian bros. This is the future. I like Diggs Waddle. Messing with Damian Harris at all, pivot off the chalky or Harris or just pay up an extra few for 100. Yeah, I prefer Henderson to Harris, but yeah, someone mentioned Har or, uh, Damian Harris earlier. I don't think he's a bad, he's a bad play. Probably could do, I mean, I know the uh, running back defensive correlations aren't quite is in vogue these days, but man, I do feel like Damian Harris Patriots D is probably a pretty strong correlation there. If Damian Harris is getting a ton of work, that defense is probably doing well. <sighs> Who's 3,700 Silas. Is that uh are you talking about a uh, Hamler? Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll make a, we can make a lineup here. I just wanted to blast off on one of these drafts. I also need to check in on my uh, TOC entries as well. Last week, they got wiped right before. This week, I will make sure my entries are good. You all really letting me... Oh, in, in this... Let me, let me see your team so far. What did you do, Silas? Tyreek, Kelsey, Jefferson, and Mahomes. Okay. Okay. I see you out there. All right. See, this is where I get I get funky off the board here where I'm probably going to do let's do DJ Moore here as my bring back on my Kamara play. And then and then we'll do we'll do Parker here with the half point. Parker or Waddle? Parker or Waddle? Let's go with Parker. So this is how I, I like all of my teams on here look like this. 
single stack with a bring back, secondary mini correlation, and then an off the wall last pick that won't be super high owned. Easy game. This is how we win. What is it? $20,000? $20,000 up top. You guys can play these every week on Underdog Fantasy with promo code PETE. The $25 bonus, those days are over. Those days are over. You can now only get $10 when you sign up, but it's still a free $10 with promo code Pete on Underdog Fantasy, and I'm getting excited. I feel like they're going to be dropping us uh, uh, an early season full best ball contest here shortly. So best ball season never dies. It never dies. Um, People want to build a lineup? That's what people want to do here? We can build a lineup. We can build a lineup. We'll head over to DraftKings.com. Let's check out the lineups page. DraftKings has to get rid of these best ball things in our live contest. It's brutal. Like, Come on, guys. Oh yeah, let's yeah, let's do a let's do TOC real quickly here too. So their marketplace is now up. I have not ventured into the marketplace for flipping. I've just been setting lineups here. Um very similar to uh how I've been approaching those underdog contests uh, is is kind of how I've been approaching these TOC lineups where I'm trying to get in a stack preferably with a bring back if possible. Sometimes I don't have the cards to make it work. And then hopefully just being a little bit unique in, in shuffling around my guys where I'm not just jamming my best cards in the same lineup um, because I assume that's what the field is going to be doing a majority of the time. So we can just take a look at a couple or my three lineups here. I do have the bill stack. Um, I do have um, Dolphins, uh wide receiver, but you can't play two wide receivers. So you would have to use a tight end or running back for the bring back. I do have a Gaskin, uh, or dare I say a Dolphins running back, but I, I didn't want to do that here. So I, I do have a Seattle stack down here. So then I'm just going to put my running back card in this bill stack jam, uh, Waller Raiders card and the Los Angeles D down here. I'm rolling with a Seattle QB to wide receiver stack. I am playing the correlation in this game. I have my Tennessee Titans running back here. Uh, I do like how that works out. You hope Henry busts one off early, and then the Seahawks are coming back. Am jamming uh, Kelsey tight end here, Kansas City. And then Cardinals defense. I like Cardinals defense here uh, against the Vikings. And then down here, I'm getting a little off the board. This is another one where I have Cowboys quarterback. Um, but I just assume that's going to be so popular and so chalky that I'm rolling with my Philadelphia stack. So I'm going with Philadelphia QB to Philadelphia tight end. I am tossing in the Chargers wide receivers here and jamming uh, the nut uh, running back here in the Carolina and then going defense here with the Seahawks. What are, what are your guys' favorite lineups? Does anyone have a, a favorite uh, lineup this week? What's up, Matt? Thank you for becoming a YouTube member. I appreciate that. There are two ways to get access to the Run the Sims channel and the Deposit Kingdom Discord. You can become uh, a sub at Run the Sims. You get 10% off with promo code P and free access to that channel. Or you can become a hand builder slash opto bro member of the YouTube channel. That also gets you access in there. 
Uh, thank you, Matt, for joining. What did Jack do? I played Giants QB with Jones going off, smart or dumb. Um, how many how many points did he have? I don't think that is uh I don't think that's necessarily dumb. I do think in general the field is probably gonna play Thursday night stuff too much. Um, but depending on how many points he scored, I, I don't think that's necessarily bad. Um, are you stacking him with anything else? I guess there isn't really much from the Giants that you would stack with. Do you get all the wide receiver scores from that team or just the highest guy? Um, I believe you get all of it's, it's team wide receiver points. So yes, you get all of them. This is, so our friends over at own the moment, they launched an NFT slash DFS game. So they had an initial drop where you could get packs of cards and the way it works is instead of having individual players, you have the entire position group for a team. They then have contests where you can submit up to three lineups in their main event. They are having a live final in Miami this year. Um, and now they do have their marketplace up, although I think uh, it just got up. Jack was saying it was maybe having some issues this morning. But you can then submit up to three lineups a week, and then you can win cash prizes and then on top of it, the, the secondary element to the game is you can go play these in the marketplace. So you can buy, you can sell. If you think a schedule is getting soft and they're undervalued, you can go buy those. If you think you know a, a position group is getting overvalued, you can go flip. So there's kind of two dynamics to the game here. Um, but yeah, I've been having fun with it and uh, I'm excited to, uh, to see the lineups for this week. They also have the side hustle, which is a little uh, side tournament where you only put in two cards as well. Um, yeah, Chris is saying you should probably look elsewhere for quarterback. I do think just with how big of a ceiling there is on this slate for so many of these games, you probably, probably want to move away from Daniel Jones. I think when you lock button the Thursday, you need like the really outlier score where they're just hitting such a ceiling that it would be very hard for anyone to match. Otherwise, I think you got to probably chase the points. Um, Andy finished second. In the main last week. Very nice. That is awesome. Congratulations. Um, yeah, so I, I definitely want to talk strategy about this more as we uh we get going, but just wanted to show you guys some of my lineups here. Um, the one kind of fun thing too is even if you don't want to play the marketplace, like if you don't want to be constantly, you know, getting your thing, like you can almost just martingale your guys. Like, I have this Seattle stack, I have this Philly stack, I have this Bill stack. And, you know, if I roll them out every week, like I'm probably going to capture their two to three, you know, ceiling games a year. So again, there's lots of different ways to play this as far as how active you want to be. And then you're kind of just rotating in some of the other cards around that stack. Um, What are the chances that you and Brick do a Sunday show? Probably very low. We have talked about, I'm definitely going to get Brick on my Friday GPP strategy show. But Brick is very busy on Sundays. Uh, Brick plays in basically every contest, no demand. He's running Sims for all of these contests. He is a professional DFS player. So Sundays are very busy for him. But glad to hear that you like uh, when Brick and I get together. And you can find us every Wednesday night on Lulz. I thought this past week's episode was a really good one in an evergreen conversation about strategy. And like I said, I'll get him on one of my Friday uh, GPP shows as well. Pete, 
where did the meme about paying for a podcast come about? Oh, there was some some guy, I don't even know who he was, but he said something about how he requests, you know, 50 to $100 for any time he shows up on a podcast. So everyone was riffing on that. Uh, and it was less, like, I don't even think that's an egregious take to have. Like, your time is valuable. I mean, I, I've never charged anyone for a podcast experience. Like I go on podcasts. I like, uh, you do it because you want to support your friends, other shows. They end up coming on your shows. It all works out. You don't have to, you know, be bean counting, you know, your time. On the other hand, I do understand if you're fielding like random media requests, like that is a big ask of your time. It was just how he wrote it was extremely condescending and tone deaf. And that's how you get dunked on, on Twitter for the rest of the day. Um, Al Smith's 50 to a hundred dollars. Anytime my family asks me to go out to dinner, my time is valuable. That's, that's a good way to, uh, to pay for the dinner too, Smith. Uh, you kill two birds with one stone there. Um, speaking of, oh, I did want to show, I don't know if you guys saw this on, on Twitter. I saw some crazy hand builder stuff on Twitter yesterday. Like, you know, we joke about hand builders versus opto bros. I mean, well, this was truly a joke. But look at this thing someone sent me here. Where is this? Wait, did he? Uh... Wow, the guy deleted his tweet. <laughs> why, why? The original tweet I was about to pull up, the guy deleted it. He had this insane uh, handwritten thing. Where did the tweet go? I guess we only have Chris's here. I mean, this one isn't even as crazy. All right, I was going to show his crazy written scrawl of all his DFS plays, but he deleted it. How did that happen? Um, all right, let's build a lineup. <laughs> the, no, the Blake Bell guy still kept his, but the original guy deleted his tweet. Uh, hey, I know that's what, that's what I said on Twitter. I was like, there's now two categories of hand builders. There's the, uh, the Google sheeters. I'm a Google sheet guy. I like my conditional formatting. I like having my columns. I like pretending like I'm a data scientist, but I'm not. It's just the most basic Excel functions possible. But now I realize there are legit the pen and paper bros out there. This is a whole new level of hand building. I feel like I'm a poser. Here I am using my fancy 21st century you know, tools. And these guys are over here etching in their lineup into the side of a rock with a chisel. Um. Okay, let's build a DraftKings lineup. And then I am going to go and check out final news. I'm going to finish the fantasy life newsletter. Then I'm going to build some lineups with the tilt space bros and then finish up with my single entry lineups. So as a reminder, tilt space tonight around six, six 30 on ETR, we're playing in the $1,500 single entry and the juke three max. And because I think we'll be very heavily loaded on the 4 PM slate, we should hopefully have some more fun sweats than we did last week where there wasn't as much goodness in the 4 p.m. slate. But let's let's build a lineup here. How about this? Someone in the chat toss out a stack or a mini correlation they want me to start with, and then we'll we'll build logically around that. Someone give me give me a stack they'd like to see us start with or a mini correlation. We'll go from there. More coffee ASMR for you guys. Whoa. I got really scared that this was about to fall off. That would have been bad. It would have been a great clip for me to spill coffee all over myself, but it would have been disastrous.
Um, I'm the same way, Brian. Uh, Leone last year helped me with my spreadsheet. He taught me how to do index matching, and I feel like a goddamn genius. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Let You want to do a mixing commit? All right. I like that. Let's do mixing commit. Maybe we'll try to incorporate a couple of these suggestions. Mixing commit. Um, wow. Too many, too many suggestions in here. Holy cow. Holy cow. I am seeing, I am seeing a, a Diggs Waddle. All right, let's do Diggs Waddle. <laughs> this is like, can we crowdsource a good lineup is the question. All right, we have a Diggs Waddle in here. We need a stack though that fits. Okay, I guess we just toss in Allen. Should we see if we can make Allen work? Allen to Diggs Waddle. Are we going to toss in? A double, or we're we just going to go single. But remember, guys, we have to leave ourselves some 4 p.m. Guys, we've 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 established that this is the one of the best late swap slates we've seen, and we're going all in on the 1 p.m. slate. Um, let's see it. Um, Josh Allen, Damien, you guys all want to play 1 p.m. Guys, what is going on? Come on, guys. We need something in the uh we we need something late. How about how about Edmonds Jefferson? Edmonds Jefferson to give us something late. And then what if we go we go down at defense here? I don't think we can afford Pats in this one. Or we could go, what if we did Rondell? That'll help us save money. We go Rondell. And then, I don't know. We do uh, Chargers defense. We talked about them. That leaves us 5,900. Does that get us to Henderson? Our one-off Henderson. Boom. There's your lineup. There's your lineup. All right, the bombshells are coming in. Denzel Mims will be inactive today against the Patriots. I believe that that guy who is trolling Adam Levitan all offseason on Twitter, who said he would S his own D, if Denzel Mims was running behind Keelan Cole, I think it is time for him to S his own D. Um, do not play this lineup. Yes, please don't play this lineup, even though it looks very solid to me. <laughs> Hopkins Osborne instead? Sure. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'd rather just play Jefferson. I don't, I mean, I know Osborne's cheaper, but come on. I think you could do the Manny Sanders double as well. Yeah, you could, you could, you could swap out. You know, if you wanted to play a one-off Jefferson or something, how much is Sanders? No, yeah. No, so, wait. Emmanuel Sanders, 4,000. Yeah, you could do that. You do that as well. But again, the only reason I don't love this lineup is because we're just blowing so much of our load early. Need to work on my turns of phrase there. Let's, let's, uh, we're going to shut this down because I need to go write updates. I need to go write words about Denzel Mims being inactive. I uh, appreciate you guys hanging out. Like I said, I'll be back later tonight for the Tilt Space. Uh, you guys can get my thoughts on latest injury news in the Fantasy Life newsletter that will drop in about an hour. And then we'll be back tomorrow morning to tilt, to celebrate, to recap our week one single entry lineup. I believe that is it for me, guys. Uh, I appreciate you hanging out as well. Come hang out in the Discord. I'll share some of my final thoughts there. Uh, before lock 
And uh, we'll also jam on that KC Baltimore showdown slate as well, which I think will be a fun one. We can talk some stats in there. Look at the Sims on run the Sims. Appreciate you guys. Good luck this week. Remember, leave yourself some flexibility in the 4 p.m.